This is my Actual Play podcast series, What Do I Know About Actual Play? In this episode, our group will be playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Streets of Avalon setting. The Streets of Avalon is a gritty city-based fantasy setting that is the brainchild of Brett from the Gaming & BS podcast and was developed by Encoded Designs. If you enjoy this campaign, please take a look at the Streets of Avalon at DriveThruRPG. Okay, we should be recording now. It's been a little bit of time, so um, thank you for everybody that's sticking with us and uh, watching us. This is uh, What Do I Know About Actual Play? This is our Streets of Avalon game, and um, we are in our 11th session, I believe, at this point. And everybody's here. We just finished up the holidays, so we made it to 2021, which is, you know, that's a thing. And uh, let's go around and have everyone introduce themselves. And we'll start with Eileen this time. Please introduce yourself and the character that you're playing. Uh, hi, I'm Eileen. I am picking out a third level spell for <laughs> Morgan, the cleric of Hermes, who has her army of minion urchins that uh, <laughs> help us out and ferry people around when it's flooded. And uh, let's go to Gator. Please introduce yourself and uh, your character. Hello, I am Gator, and I am playing Zindlane, who was born a noble and grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth and fell on hard times due to his own poor decision-making and got exiled from his family. He found a new patron that, he found a patron that helped him build power, but recently had a bit of a falling out with that patron and now has a new voice in his head. Um, so I'm experiencing all kinds of new different, new differences in how power works. <laughs> all right, Bob, if you could, uh, introduce yourself and the character you're playing. I am Bob Everson and I am playing Darlin Bach, who is a half-orc fighter, samurai archetype, uh, urban bounty hunter type of dude, um, who likes guns, there's a loud noise, <laughs> and, um... And I tried to take them. Which has been challenging the last couple of adventures. It has. <laughs> and Brandon, if you could introduce yourself and your character for us. I am Brandon, and I am playing Barb Broomhill, our barge folk uh, swashbuckler that usually was running messages and everything uh, under the nose of the Order of Hermes, or yeah, Church, Temple of Hermes. And uh, he's kind of stopped doing that and <laughs> has been focusing on a lot of different things, uh, focusing on himself some, and he is now a member of the Assassin's Guild, even though he's not really <laughs> assassinating, you know, watch our other stories to find out why and how. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Marvel comics and little asterisks. See this, this episode for more details. <laughs> In issue number 10. <laughs> All right, so to start off, we have our same opening scene where it is nighttime in uh, the city of Avalon. Uh, the, the sky is uh, dark and foreboding. The lights are starting to go on on the street and we see the figure moving along from street lamp to street lamp lighting them. And we see this, this figure in tattered robes and a hood. And there is someone following along behind them that we can barely see because of the shadows, but we know they are following behind them as the lamplighter is continuing to tell them a story for which they have already been paid. And as we zoom in on the lamplighter's face, we see within the tattered hoods, there is a somewhat horrific visage with uh, sharp broken teeth and no eyes. And the voice that we hear coming out of their, uh, out of their uh, mouth as they tell the, the tale sounds like this. Our heroes have so many tools and are so close to so many resolutions. They have met the bleak one, 
They can translate the Bleak Testament. They have the coin to pay the dragon, but can they pull the pieces of the puzzle together to solve it before the table gets clear? That is what we must find out. And on that note, <laughs> I have some opening questions for everyone. Uh, since our last adventure, it has been almost a month. Um, everyone has basically, after all of the excitement of the past few weeks, the um, flood season started to recede. So over the last month, We've gotten to the point to where the roads are uh, are soggy, but that's mainly from having a month's worth of uh, rain flooding through them. People are starting to move everything back down to their first floor of the buildings and to dry things out and to air them out. Um, the uh, district, while it before had this um, kind of muted seawater slash flooded sewer smell to it, now it has this very musty rotted wood smell that permeates the neighborhood. <laughs> for the next month or so here. And um, in the intervening month, first off, I would like to ask, um, for training, uh, you would be spending 20 of those days to train and 20 silver pieces. So I believe everyone has enough silver pieces to cover that. And what I would like to ask you um, from person to person is, what did your training look like? And let's start with Garland. What did your training look like? Um, so what I was doing was, um... <clears throat> I was working on um, endurance trials, um, <laughs> essentially uh, like the time alternating standing on one leg, yeah, uh, running through the city, uh, relentlessly running through the city, um, different stuff like that. Um, I'm picturing Garland's training looking the most like an 80s training montage. Yep. <laughs> With, uh, you know, rocky music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what did Morgan's training look like? So Morgan came across some magical theory, kind of digging around through things, and has, instead of learning how to blip from place to place, she has learned to just not be seen. <laughs> Um, nice. You know, got a few extra spell slots and expanded her mind, but uh, yeah, this nice little seam across. And, nice. Uh, looks forward to taking advantage of that. <laughs> also, one thing that I wanted to call out because Eileen has been doing a very good job with it. In the Streets of Avalon setting, um, clerics, although mechanically they use the cleric rules from from uh, D and D essentially clerics are another flavor of wizard they actually study and learn magic by formulas it's just that they kind of flavor it more as prayers and holy texts in a lot of cases so i just wanted to say you've been doing a really good job of uh, flavoring that in that manner and i appreciate it thank you um so uh let's see what what um i'm gonna say save zin lane for last because you've had some major changes going on here so let's see what borrows training has looked like over this past month so with Garland doing his running around the town, I think that I'm the uh, uh, Anthony Burgess chasing him around, uh, <laughs> running him through his paces. Uh, so I'm getting a little bit of of that training myself, um, but mine's a bit more acrobatic where he's running along the ground or on the streets. I might be running across <laughs> rooftops and flips and stuff. Um, meanwhile... I have uh, been working on staying unseen 
right. as well as tinkering with uh, some of the locks that uh, I've I've been confiscating as we've been going along because I completely forgot I've been ha- uh, getting those in my inventory until I was doing my uh, advancement. <laughs> so I'm a bit more proficient now. All right. Which, you know, makes sense because all of you have been practicing with a lot more locks lately, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, let's go to Zen Lane. Uh, Zen Lane, last we saw you, uh, you didn't go on this last adventure, but basically that was pretty understandable because it basically just meant you spent a couple days with your uh, sister getting her situated here in uh, this district now that she's living here for the time being. But what did your acclimation to your new, uh, to your new patron uh cause you to learn about yourself uh so my acclimation involved first involved a whole heck of a lot of unlearning (laughs) about how power works and how power is supposed to be used and how the universe the or and what the universe the order of the universe actually is is intended to look like um i spent a lot of time working with help like trying to uh comfort and and comfort my sister and help her deal with this with her loss of bond um the the essentially i spent a lot of days just with blinding headaches as the as the neurons in my brain were (laughs) rewritten with different spells and abilities and the the fiendish aspects were burned out of my bloodstream (laughs) <laughs> different <laughs> different power streams uh because the embedded power that my initial patron um the embedded power ways that my initial patron weren't quite compatible with this new patron um so i spent a good couple days like writhing in pain as the uh as the power pathways were 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 uh, were uh not gradually. What, what's the opposite of gradually? Very quickly, quickly re-embedded. Uh, <laughs> um, had to be plowed through. Uh, I um, abruptly. Had, abruptly. <laughs> there we go. Abruptly, abruptly re- reconfigured. Uh, uh, so definitely um, have 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 had a bit of like coming. Uh, come to angel moments a lot of come to angel moments and spent a lot of time apologizing especially to my sister um i've uh worked at uh improving my lot in life and uh i'm uh going to start renting this uh this apartment long term instead of living in the gutter so so yeah that's that's essentially what my uh that's essentially what my month has looked like and we established last time your patron now um uh, is not nearly as talkative as your previous one, right? But just every so often, when you're really in the depths of you know the pain of this going through you, you would hear his voice basically saying, "I am sorry for the pain that you are feeling, but it will be <laughs> worth it. Please endure." You know, it's sort of sort of reassuring, but also a little bit more distant than you're used to. Yeah, and and one of the ways that he's made this up to me is he gave me a new friend. He gave me a pet <laughs> pseudo dragon. Yes. Um, but I need to figure out. But my first task is I need to figure out what the pseudo dragon's name is, because <laughs> it won't talk to me. It only speaks back to me in my voice. <laughs> so so far, I've just been calling it Mirror. You know what? Hey, that is a question I was going to make, and that might tie into that. Um, I would. Um, I know that technically pseudo dragons are usually uh, red in color. But I was actually picturing, especially with your patron, that this might actually be a more metallic looking uh, pseudo dragon. Awesome. And, and I was thinking if you named it Mirror, it might have kind of a silverish you know, sheen to it. 
Well, that might become its name, but that's just what I've been calling it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I was just going to say, I mean, uh, do you have any other preferences to what it might look like? Because I was I like, picturing it being I like that bit. metallic idea, like the silvery metallic. Yeah. Like uh, almost like Ooh. a merc- mercury looking. Mm-hmm. All right. So that brings all of us up to speed on what you were doing for training. Um, as far as the circumstances of your living circumstances here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying you wanted to stay here. Uh-huh. And you, basically with the multiple suites here, the, the you can't quite get uh, the uh, aristocratic lifestyle. But no. you could spend uh, four silver and have essentially the closest to a wealthy lifestyle that you could. So basically, you know, this uh, boarding house would give you multiple rooms and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I want to like knock out a wall between your, you and your sister's right. area if you wanted to and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm setting myself up and I'm, I've, I've like actually bought clothes that fit and that are clean. <laughs> um, I've replaced my ratty coat with the, with the, <laughs> um with uh one that's much that's slightly more suitable uh not quite suit not quite fully suitable but slightly more after after you went to all that effort to uh reattain it yeah yeah Yeah, indeed Uh, lost effort indeed like that was effort not well spent for such a piece of trash (laughs) but i i now realize (laughs) so let's go um let's say um garland um i believe um for one silver would be modest which would probably be staying where you're at but being able to pay for decent food and things like that yeah that's usually where i feel most comfortable all right so that'll cost you a silver for this past month um morgan you don't have to pay anything to get modest because of the uh church but would you like to pay anything different um, modest is what I have uh, myself set at. So. Okay, so yeah, you don't have to pay anything for that because you're living at the church and, you know, part of the local hierarchy, so. And Barrow, what about you? I think um, he likes his little attic thing. Um, <laughs> it kind of fits him, and yeah, uh, I don't know if that's kind of low. I don't remember. I, well, I'll put it this way. Um, yeah, it's like wretched, which it's not nobody's wretched because that's kind of where uh zin lane was at originally (laughs) (laughs) living in an alleyway um so there's squalid poor modest comfortable and wealthy and i would say yours could either be poor because you're living in someone else's attic or it could be modest if you splurge a little bit whenever you're out and about outside of the uh outside of the attic so i'll leave that up to you to determine I'll you know. go with modest because he doesn't he doesn't really skimp on you know me things yeah. like anything else. so uh, <laughs> so yeah you that'll be a silver piece of this last month all right so one of the things we need to look up for two of you have weapons that came from outside yes of mm-hmm. reality and I wanted to check at sixth level if they change what they grant you <laughs> uh, if you wouldn't mind just reading off what like all of the things that mine does in addition to uh, not in, as opposed to just oh yeah i just yeah i want right, to know i just have plus two plus two long swords all right so i opened the wrong folder everyone <laughs> okay here we go and it's compelling podcasting here with the uh me looking up a folder here <laughs> this is the part they just edit out right <laughs> okay so I would never imply that I have too many DMs Guild products, but <laughs> there's a lot to sort through on here. For everything else I looked up ahead of time, well, that didn't do me any good. It's in here somewhere. 
Um, okay, sorry about that. It took me a second to find what I was looking for here. Um, so we have protection armor, no. Rebound weapon. Here we go. Um, of course, the levels that it goes up is on a different page. <laughs> okay, so fifth level or higher, it gets its uh, superior ability. So that would be all of you. Nice. So rebound weapon with its superior abilities. Uh, this weapon grants consistent effectiveness both up close and at a distance. You have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. Immediately after you make a ranged attack with it, the weapon flies back to your hand. Superior weapons bonus to attack and damage increases to plus two. Ooh, nice. And the weapons uh, medium and long range increase by 30 feet. And your uh, slayer weapon that you have. Mine? Yes. Okay. Uh, this weapon is lethal to a specific type of creature. The DM chooses a creature, which is, in this case is fiend. Um, when you hit a creature belonging to the designated type with this weapon, the creature takes an additional 1d6 damage of that weapon's type. So you do an extra 1d6 damage to fiends. Um, superior, uh, you get a plus one bonus to attack and damage with this weapon. And the plus one to attack and damage? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, damage done to the designated creature type increases to 2d6. And the creature must make a DC 15 constitution save. On a failed save, they have disadvantage on attack and ability checks until the end of your next turn. Uh, and what that happens at level six, you said? No, that's now. Oh, that's now. Okay. That's now. Yeah, 26. both of those are, are doing those yeah. things now. 2d6 and a con save, DC 15? Yep. Uh, for fiends, right? Yep. And in case anyone's wondering where I got that from, that was the Armaments of Legacy uh, supplement from the DMs Guild. So um, I did a review on that. If you want to check that out on my blog, plug <laughs> 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 that there. Um, so yeah, that's where your your weapons are at now. Um, so we have and all of that a, caught up. So it's a plus. Is it is it plus one? It's a plus one. Yeah, it's uh, just plus one. Okay, I thought it was plus two. All right, cool. That's fine. I was letting you add those on anyway. So there we go. <laughs> so the following uh, things have happened in the last month. Um, sometime some of these earlier, some of them later. But um, the first thing that has happened in the district is that uh, Watch Captain Orophon made a big deal and had a speech about cracking down on spiritual corruption in the neighborhood and has officially deputized the uh, Church of Enlightenment to help police the neighborhood in these uh, instances. Mm. On top of that, um, Watch Captain Orophon has ordered the well closed for moral corruption and no one has seen uh, Valkyrie Marley in the last month. Oh, that's not good. Um, like, so the building itself is closed? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the statue of Mara Solanius has been removed as a morally corrupting influence on the neighborhood. <laughs> Somebody tell Kevin. Or nobody tell Kevin. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, the water has receded from most of the streets, but there are puddles all over the place, and this is what the locals call the falling season, because all of the rotted structures have a tendency <laughs> in the next month or so to uh, fall through. Uh... Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in addition, um, this one specifically affects uh, one of you, which is the mission of disseminators, which is the, the local church of, uh, of Hermes in here, has been uh, closed by the uh, watch captain Orophon. Hmm. And Morgan, you've been told that you can continue running the uh, continue running the, the harborage of the young, which is the orphanage attached to it, but you are not supposed to be imparting supernatural wisdom to anyone. 
Hmm. Are we so, explicit and have they been warned? <laughs> yes, we have now. Because <laughs> uh, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. Who's 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 giving you this mandate? Uh, watch the, captain. Yeah, oh, watch okay. captain. Oh, the screw them, people. I'm yeah. gonna take some moral corruption, and shove it up his ass. <laughs> I'll show you what moral corruption feels like. <laughs> I think I just renamed one of my pistols moral corruption. <laughs> and uh, as a final uh, thing that happened over the last month, Curate Malgorna, who was uh, Morgan's co-worker at the church, has been sentenced to Hilltop Prison for tax irregularities. Oh my gosh. Whoops. Wow. <laughs> so is this the same watch captain or a different watch captain? Nope, this is the same watch captain. Huh. I wonder what changed. I mean, he oh. was trying to get the uh, Church of Hermes to ally with District better, so now he's oh, okay. just. Unfortunately, the uh, Church of Enlightenment is against just about anything supernatural, so they yeah. have been Got very it. much. Oh, okay, okay. They're really Plan. not going to like my <laughs> any of them. Right, same. So here is a question for all of you. Um, uh, Brewer does not currently have a shop. <laughs> That's the alchemist, right? <laughs> yes. Would any of you be uh, helping Brewer set up? something I they are a bit concerned about setting up a shop in this current climate but they do kind of want to have a lab right i would help in whatever ways i could i'm kind of busy i actually i think it would be funny for him to have uh, a shop in uh or not a shop but a lab in the back room at mother ninra's uh place <laughs> <laughs> so brewer is very happy that you have uh given them a place to stay darwin i can't possibly repay you for this but uh if you ever need any healing potions, I will definitely <laughs> look into making some more for you. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> oh, and also, Zindlane, you, you do have a greater healing potion from gifted to you from uh, <laughs> from Brewer. Yep. I'll take that when I absolutely need to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, in addition to all of that, uh, in the interim... Uh, Professor Slane, the uh, the academic that you freed from the uh, assassin place, has mentioned that uh, they think they can get the cipher that breeds the Bleak Testament to act as a sort of divining rod if you wanted to go looking for the uh, the book. So just to sum up, <laughs> the uh, the professor has offered you that to go hunt down the Bleak Testament itself. You do have a deadline soon to um, update the golem as to whether or not to break that seal underneath yeah. the well. Oh, uh, that's another thing I have to say sorry for. <laughs> <laughs> um, there has also been a rumor that uh, Grandmother Shark is looking for someone to basically help coordinate a meeting between all of the powers in the district she doesn't seem to like this shift in power that's been going on but at the mm. same time she's not on good terms with everyone else in the district so she may need someone with a more neutral disposition to help her reach out to other organizations oh oh please <laughs> i would love to be that neutral party <laughs> you do still have the uh the skull from the lamplighter, which uh, you could return if you would like. And you. you have the platinum coin now if you wanted to go visit the dragon. On top of that, if there's anything else you want to do that's not on that list, feel free. But I just wanted to gauge, uh, to touch base on all of these things that are kind of open-ended for all of you and see what you wanted to do with this. Lighter and skull is a priority for me. I want to set that right. Okay. Yeah, agreed. So um, um, where all would you be meeting to us? Does Zend Lane 
or Manor. does <laughs> does uh I suppose we have to tell Zendlane about the lamplighter skull. Yeah, you might want to. You yeah. have a what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like we took it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they care. Are they, are they going to really care about that distinction? <laughs> I think they'll be very grateful that we've returned it from the party that actually. Oh, took I see. Okay. <laughs> and that we killed the party that took it. <laughs> yes, vengeance has been wrought. Is this yeah. the first time that you've seen me in a month? Probably, possibly. Yeah, might probably. Be, yeah. I uh, noticed I, that you smell better. I, and I look, <laughs> and I look uh, uh, subtly different as well. Um, I have uh, the the um, I, de I definitely had uh, like very distinct shadows under my eyes, and my eye color has also changed uh, <laughs> to like from uh, like a shadowy glint. Or like a shadow, like a deep shadowed, a deep shadowed uh, aspect to like a silvery glint. Yeah, you you look like brighter. You yeah. look like you got some sleep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm also dressing much nicer. Like I'm not wearing rags. Uh, <laughs> where where are we meeting again? I'm sorry, I didn't. Well, I was your gonna, place. Yeah, oh, I was going to say like if you have like most of the first floor of this place. I yeah. can see you having like a meeting room in your yeah. new abode now, if you wanted you, it. You, you're rocking HQ now, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> he designated you as HQ. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, you're, your, you're uh, your wind buddy. Um, uh, he's kind of shy, so you might notice him if you're uh, especially perceptive. Um, but he's kind of like peeking around the <laughs> yeah. corner right now. Yeah, Morgan definitely. Well, that uh, <laughs> that little guy, he's, he's in and out of he, out of your vision like Quicksilver. All right. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> oh, you you you've noticed? Oh, yes, that's my new friend. That's he's isn't he great? Like he's such good company, and uh, he really just understands me when I talk to him. It's so nice. <laughs> All right. I am also full on picturing a pseudo dragon as acting very much like a cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he, he's, I, he's so snuggly, but only on his own. Only on yeah. his, Only on yeah. their. <laughs> only on his terms. <laughs> so I I pull a very carefully wrapped bundle out of my pack mm. and I set it down on the table and I unwrap it and there is a lamplighter skull. It's like, so I want to give this back to them. Yeah. Uh, that's, is that we didn't think, do it. Is that what I think it is? Yes, yeah. but we didn't do it. <laughs> this time. But how, how, how do they, do they know? Do they know that? <laughs> I would imagine they would probably know that this guy did it they tend to know things so, so wait what happened so we went after the okay. As assassin's guild hermit and apparently this was the big bad thing he did oh oh god i feel so like I... we should give that back because i don't want that to be yeah like, uh -huh. yes i don't want that to be tied to us yeah well, so dust the right, tonight, right? <laughs> yes so i mean i i definitely make it a practice to void lamplighters whenever possible yeah do i've never actually had tried to seek one out so uh, morgan yeah you know? i got this uh, i was gonna you... say don't we just wait until uh sunset hey you almost ran into one a couple times you usually go yeah. like the next the next uh alleyway over to keep away from them yeah. right yeah it's actually it was kind of difficult especially when you know under certain yeah, states we'll, of mind i don't think we'll have a problem making contact <laughs> we don't know which coven this one was with but i'm sure they can they have covens? that out but between them yeah each each district has their own distinct group oh did not know that 
and, and you notice like the skull there is no there's no optical socket it's just solid yeah. bone is it altered in any way is it like inscribed or written on or no he had a candle in the mouth yeah he did Which but was... you also the 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 jaw has this odd split here to where it yeah. can actually move outward of course it does because <laughs> mm -hmm. that's not creepy at all <laughs> Okay, I think we should get this back. I think that's that's the first thing that we should definitely mm -hmm. play. And at the very least, I think the three of us who were present when it was recovered should be present when it's returned. Yeah, I, I will come with as well. Just to, 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 you know, to make sure that, you know, hey. I mean, my association with you is well known. Yeah. Which is also an, a word that old Zindelane would never have used. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. this, the refinement in his speech is, is also coming back. Like you caught glimpses of it. Like whenever he'd slip up, he'd, he'd slip into refined speech, but almost all of his speech now is refined. All right. So, um, yeah, it's fairly easy. In fact, I would say, I would go so far as to say most people probably have an idea of what the... Uh, the lamplighter's pattern is when they uh, light things here anyway because most people probably don't want to get near them. Oh, I, I'm sure that I absolutely understand the lamplighter's pattern in, yeah. in just so I, that I could at least in, in my specific, you know, where I used to sleep area. Well, I'm sure that their patterns haven't changed terribly much from when I was a kid living on the streets either. Right, yeah. Barrow, I'm sure also, yeah, we have a lot, all three, all of us have reason to have known that pattern. So yeah, um, you can wait till uh, nightfall is there anything special that you want to do in preparation for well we can decide uh what the next thing's going to be after that have um, we gone back to tell the assassins guild that the hermit's done yeah i kind of figured we talked about that a little at the end of last yeah. session yeah and they they basically i didn't they even say that they were going to come to us yeah and um i was, I was going to say as part of the interim while you were training you have your personalized source now they have been marked. Oh, yeah. And I was just going to say, these are not fancy, um, these are not fancy legacy weapons, but they are both plus one. Nice. <laughs> I'm over here with a regular old gear. I'm sad. Working oh. on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, out of character, I might have, I'm going to have significantly less use for a longsword in my new <laughs> idiom. So, Morgan, I might be, uh, working something out with you <laughs> so yeah um so yeah you have the you have the new swords with your particular emblem on them and anybody that sees those know that you're associated with the knight's claws or at least anybody that's that knows anything about uh, assassins um the pattern for the lamplighters they actually enter the district in this um close to where this uh this particular boarding house is at because this boarding house is near the uh the northern uh border with another district so hmm. you could pretty much just go out on the street corner and wait until the sun starts to go down and you'll see one fairly quick <laughs> i'm gonna kind of like be back ranks when this whole encounter goes down <laughs> um when you first get out into the street the sun is going down but it's not quite dark enough for you know uh, lamplighters to come into the district yet but you notice um a bunch of people that all kind of move in a way that you think is kind of, I don't know, very similar um, to someone you already know that has a certain swagger to it. But what you see looks like um, maybe 20, 25 smaller versions of Garland. Oh, God. And as you see them on the street, um, 
What what is uh, Morgan's uh, passive perception? Nineteen. Okay, yeah, you definitely see this. All of these look like Garland, except in addition to that little seam that you know they all normally have on their face, and being half Garland size, mm-hmm. the um, Garland skin has the like scarified symbols that you saw on the people that had been uh, overcome with the uh, the Bleak Testament's power. So these appear to be uh, Ehrlich-enhanced Garland bugs. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm to get the raid out. (laughs) So um, what would all of you like to do? Well, I'm going to make sure that the Lamplighter skull is very securely wrapped and firmly placed in my pack so it doesn't get damaged because I have a feeling there's going to be a rumble coming. What are they doing here? As soon as I see them, I charge. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going Son to... of a... <sighs> I have just put the two uh, Albert Rodeo in here Ooh. in the chat for all I of us. I see a parade. <laughs> yes. And let's see. I got to pick out a good token for the... I'll just use that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Time for a Bleak Dog Parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I can do that. Mm-hmm. There's a building. There's a happy building. Happy little building. <laughs> okay, so feel free, since you just you know came out of a place, um, go ahead and set yourselves where you would like before we uh, further establish anything here. Oh shoot, we have a thing that's yeah. in the chat here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. What? So where did uh, was was that spider them? Yes. Okay. That is a swarm of garland bugs. And where did we expect the 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 lamplighter to come through? um here let me use the pointer tool um probably about right here it's gonna be like here though <laughs> since lane's already taking a vastly different approach to battle <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna throw myself at it <laughs> yeah maybe not <laughs> okay so um let's get some initiatives here Ooh, the enhanced garland bugs are quick on the draw the first roll of 2021 and you'll never <laughs> believe is it what a 20 is it a 20 or a 21 <laughs> well it's one of those numbers <laughs> but not two digits <laughs> so what i would Morgan just like get? to say you aren't the only one. Oh no well, i think doesn't i mean garland's gonna act before i do it i thought but uh, Unless you just make your intention known or whatever. Perhaps not. No, I was just wondering if Garland got like a surprise action or you know. Like... <laughs> so yeah, what what was what's Morgan's total then? Eight. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got an eight. What's I Garland's? Two. Two. Nice. Borrow. Twelve. And Zendlane. Eighteen. <laughs> All right. So so we are going uh, bug. Zen Lane, Borrow, Morgan, and uh, Garland. All right. So Garland clearly started to move towards them because Garland is in a uh, a, a mini-me rage here, but <laughs> cannot act as quickly as everyone else. So the bugs, um, we are going I think, to move uh, them up. parents understand having a mini rage. Uh, 100%. So I believe... They can reach Garland fairly, and they are a swarm, which means... Um, how many are they? About 20, 25. Oh, how tiny? How, like... Half size of me. Yeah. So, like, barrow-sized? Yeah, about, about barrow-sized. Okay. 
but they're used to operating in a swarm. Got it. So yes, they uh, move all the way over here to encompass both of you here. Um, so let's Why? see. Their, their blood frenzy doesn't kick in yet. Why? <laughs> oh God. Ah, uh, better go get Tasha's out for my next character. Uh, Garland, I'm betting a 14 does not hit you. You are correct, sir. And wow, why did they roll better there? Does a 22 hit Morgan? <laughs> yeah. So you take uh, 14 piercing damage as they unfold and start stabbing you with their little internal uh, legs. Good thing I corrected my hit points. <laughs> yes. All right. So that was the bug's turn. Uh, Zimblane, what would you like to do? <laughs> um, so I am going to... I want to cast a spell. Um, so I cast a spell and like, is there, so they're completely enveloping my friends. Yeah. Well, I'm new at this. So a, a flaming sphere, like a silvery flaming sphere appears right in the middle of the swarm. All right. Uh, so I want to try to avoid hitting my friends, but I don't think I can do it. So (laughs) I'll apologize later. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Working on your character. Got this. <laughs> Here, there's your flaming screen. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, well, I think that, so where, okay, so I feel like I'm going to kind of try to put it like there if I can. Yeah, actually, yes, because it's in four squares and these two were here, so you could actually damage it without damaging. Um, do I need to make a roll to put it in the right spot or something? Um, I don't believe so. I think it just shows up where you want it. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm going to try to do. And if they get a little singed, I'll apologize, like I said. Five-foot <laughs> diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied space of my choice. Oh, unoccupied. Um, ah, wow. Within range and lasts for the duration. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a dexterity saving throw. So I guess then I will put it here? Um, if you put it there, Garland will take damage. Okay, does the swarm ocu- occupy space, I suppose is the real it question? It does, but here's... Allow me, because I, I am a nice and beneficent uh, GM. If you were to drop it here, it would not harm either of your companions, and it would oh. be adjacent to the bugs. Okay, so my pseudo dragon kind of, or my yeah, my I got like my pseudo dragon kind of like nudges me as I as I go to place it and, it's, <laughs> and puts it and kind of pushes me pushes my shoulder so it lands there instead. I would say um, you probably need to step here though, just to see so yeah. you can see that spat. To be fair, if I took damage from this, this would be D&D karma. <laughs> um, ask uh, friends of ours about the numerous times <laughs> I have thrown fireballs into melee. Um, okay, so what happens is I summon it there, and then I can spend my bonus action to move it into a creature. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to summon it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to spend my bonus action to ram it into this into this creature here, okay. which makes it have to take damage. Right. Um, if I if I ram the sphere into a creature, that creature must make a saving throw against the sphere's damage, DC 15 dexterity. All right, see how it does. Uh, ooh, that was a natural one, so it does not save. Okay, it sheds a bright light, 20 foot radius, uh, takes 26 damage on a failed save. All right, so how much are you burning these garland? And then uh, oh, six damage. And then what happens is at the end of a creature's turn, if they if the, if a creature ends its turn five feet away from the sphere, then they will. T- okay. Within within five feet. Of the day. I'm okay. new spells, learning how they work. <laughs> so as long as people move away from it on their turns, yes. they'll be fine. Gotcha. All right. 
Um, so that was Zendlane's turn. Baro, what would you like to do? <laughs> well, um, I oh hold on, I got one more d6 because it's level bigger level. Ah. So four more, uh, four additional beyond the. Okay, gotcha. Still not bloodied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, to make this slightly more disquieting, um, what what's one word that Garland would say that these things would have had burned into? Uh... <laughs> oh. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna say the first thing that popped into my mind is all of them with a little tiny raspy Garland voice saying "suck it." <laughs> it's either that or boom. <laughs> I like to say "boom" when my gun goes off. I like "boom." <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, these things are just like crawling over the both of you going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> this is sounding more and more like parenting, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, Baro, with all of that in place, you're hearing all of these uh, voices saying "boom" and these you know uh, garlands opening up and stabbing people with their internal legs there's a ball, um, there's a ball of silvery f fire right next to you so this this is kind of creeping him out and <laughs> he's really not he's still kind of confused as to wrapping his brain around it but he's he's got both his swords out and he's cautiously like stabbing at them and 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 poking at them trying to trying to uh keep them away um <laughs> and uh, trying to do some, some damage to him. So I'm going to roll for my first attack. Poof, does a 26 hit? Why, yes. <laughs> and then <No>. my second... <laughs> oh, we're screwed. And then my second yeah, attack... Says no to that, I'm out. <laughs> that one's a little bit more rough, 11. Uh, 11 does not hit. Okay, so one attack hit, uh, and that will be a 10 for damage for that one, and then my okay. sneak attack is an extra oh, you gotta be kidding me, extra <laughs> 6 damage, wow 3, 2, 1 <laughs> alright <sighs> what you do notice now um, uh, probably about half of the garland bugs have been seriously damaged at this point so, um, because they are bloodied now, they will be doing less damage when they uh when they uh, stab you with their uh, little internal legs. <laughs> There's a catch, though, isn't there? There's got to be a catch. This is Avalon. <laughs> well, I mean, now they uh, now they have their blood frenzy. Uh, hmm. task I see. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, the normal garland bugs don't have blood frenzy, so make of that what you will. <laughs> All right. So leg. That was Barrow's turn. Morgan, what would you like to do now that you are in the middle of all of these climbing garland bugs? Um, so question, it's a swarm. Does it act as one creature yes. for mechanic purposes? Awesome. <laughs> okay, so bonus action. I'm going to cast Spirit Shroud. That is a new spell from Tasha's. Um, I am going to... I need a second so badly. Can I grab myself here? That sounded wrong. Sorry. Um, I'm going <laughs> to step away from the burning flame. Okay. Probably a good choice. And I am my best. Yep. I'm going to pull out my shiny rapier that I don't think I've ever used. And I'm going to poke at it. Okay. Uh, does an 18 hit? 18 does hit. Awesome. So I get to add extra die. Spirit shroud. I don't have the DD8 I wanted to use. Well, that sucked. Um, okay. So it does three points of piercing damage. And then 
two points of radiant damage okay. as spirits of the dead fly around me and shriek and <laughs> channel power through the weapon. So, oh, and also, uh, any choice starts its turn with 10 feet of you has its speed reduced by 10 feet until the start of the next turn. Okay. I, and they also can't regain any hit points until the start of my next turn. Gotcha. You know, what What I kind of like here is it feels like Zinlane may have gotten less scary. And <laughs> <laughs> Morgan summoning a bunch of spirits to fly around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. That's a good way to balance that out. Okay. Garlin. Finally. <laughs> I picture your charge was kind of like stopped as they were crawling over you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to um, activate Fighting Spirit, get five bonus hit points, and uh, advantage on all my attack rolls to the end of the turn. Okay. There's that. And then I start hacking. Uh, so my first attack, advantage, is a 15. That will hit. Good. That one does. Wow, thanks for that, dude. That one does a whole three points of damage. <laughs> Second attack is a 60, so that hits. And that one does seven points of damage. All right. And then I activate my Orcish Fury. <laughs> I roll another one of those damage dice. <clears throat> and that's six more points of damage. All right. Not quite dead, but you have taken it. You have knocked the heads off of various smaller versions of yourself, so... <laughs> Oh, you kind of see these garland heads go flying. And then I action surge for my bonus action. <laughs> it's almost like you don't want to see what Blood Frenzy does. Uh, pretty sure I don't. <laughs> pretty sure I don't. All right. That's 21. That'll hit. Or seven more. All right. So Garland just, you know, tears into these things. And um, how do you finish off the rest of the swarm as they are crawling all over here? Uh, I just, just, uh... <laughs> and you're hearing Garland yelling and just like, you know, flinging, you know, things back and forth and chopping them to pieces. And you're hearing their voices saying, boom, 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 boom. Yes. Yes, we do. And then like at the very end, you see like one of the Garland bugs, the last one that he like throws off of him, it like opens up and you see the legs doing the, you know, shaking as they stop moving. And just this one last little, oh, oh. <laughs> and then it stops moving. Nice. All right. So yeah, Garland bugs with uh, the uh, sigils on them of uh, Erlig, all of the uh, scarifi scarified uh, symbols that you've only seen on people. Yeah, that's no, that's no good. <laughs> Uh, Brewer's thing didn't make those, did they? Uh, are you okay? Who's hurt? Garland, are you hurt? Did my fireball get you? No, I'm good. Morgan, are you hurt? I'm hurt. I got, you know, I got a few scratches. Okay, you see me, like, close my eyes and, like, focus and, like, silver sparks kind of <laughs> dance along my arms and, uh, and, and head in your direction. Um, how hurt are you? Um... I took 14 points. Okay, so I am going to, and then and the silver spikes kind of like dance along my arms and then and then jump to you and dance along your skin in a healing way. Um, and you feel better for 10. Awesome. To the, to the amount of 10. And, and I just kind of like stand there. As I used uh, <laughs> healing light 
think about it and i'm uh, like oh thank god somebody else can do that <laughs> yeah this is the first time you've seen zen lane actually right. kill someone <laughs> i'm so sorry if my fire if my fireball hurts you isn't that cool <laughs> <laughs> so you probably have i mean it's hard to tell exact but you probably have about five minutes before the uh you know the lamplighter comes rolling in here so is there anything you would like to do upon uh realizing that uh, let's examine the if they have anything on them any other markings that might be significant all right um who would like to <laughs> i was just about to say would like to make an investigate roll and that's kind of funny so <laughs> i would love to make an investigate roll 14 okay Anybody else uh, going to poke around the corpses? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. For science. 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 Oh, there goes my dice. Where'd it go? Party foul. <laughs> I can't reach it. There it is. Um, 13. Okay. Um, so I will, both of you, um, if you would like to ask me a contextual uh, question about these things that you are trying to answer, I will answer you honestly and as completely as possible based on the question that you asked me so garland let's go with you first what question would you like to answer uh are they carrying anything on them no all of them seem to be doing the same thing that the other garland bugs like it looks like they're wearing a coat when they're folded up so it mimics clothing but they aren't actually carrying it morgan what would you like um uh, <laughs> from a religious aspect can i ascertain like the mechanics of how this happened like where they hatch this way or did this like is this communicable that is a good question no they were not hatched this way this actually looks like the um the symbols were scarred into their flesh just like with the uh humans that were altered in this way with like one of those ritual knives that the uh, early cultists had. So this looks like somebody was intentionally just like laying one of these things down and drawing all of these things into them intricately in order oh, to cause this. Collecting them in the first place. <laughs> were they trying to frame you, Garland? I think we're beyond that. Oh. I think they're just a little minion army. So about this time, as you've been poking around there, you suddenly see around the corner, a light uh, lights up on one of the uh, lamp posts. Um, do you uh, want to do anything before they round the corner? Gird yourselves, friends. <laughs> so. um, I'm going to drop my spirit shroud. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the dead just kind of like slink back away into uh, into yeah, the night I will shield my, shield, sheathe my weapon. I want open hands for this encounter. All right. Yeah, so, that's probably a good idea. So as you do that, um, it the... Uh, the lamplighter slinks around the corner and as you know you've probably seen from a distance before you see this figure in tattered black robes um the the skin on its hands looks almost like they almost look skeletal but with a layer of flesh over them um almost to the point to where they look more like claws than they do regular hands and they have a pole which they're lighting the the lamps with and as it's coming around the corner, it doesn't look like it's walking so much as just gliding over the ground. And you see this face where there are no eyes. Um, the skull is in, it's vaguely human-like, but maybe not quite in the right proportions for it. And you see these jagged broken teeth and there's something about the jaw that doesn't quite look right. Like it doesn't move quite like the way a human jaw would. 
And right now it's just sliding up to the lamppost nearest to you and lighting it and not particularly paying you any mind. What would you like to do? I'm having a complete brain fart. There's a proper way of addressing a lamp lighter <laughs> and my character should know that. Yeah, I believe uh, I believe we probably know that. Would you jog my memory, OGM? Because my Streets of Avalon book is buried with my PHB yes. somewhere in the house. Let me call up the... Uh the uh, lamplighter section so just in case anything goes wrong (laughs) (laughs) no so basically um you do not speak to them unless you have something to offer them up front well i think we have that covered so you have to approach them very clearly with something up front and make it clear that you are bargaining with them because you do not want them to assume that you are interfering with their appointed rounds because they often in that case if it is not for a bargain, we'll just strike down whoever has approached them. So, um, how, knowing that, <laughs> how would you like to approach? Well, I guess I will very carefully um, take the skull out of my pack. Okay. And um, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Try to be nice. I-, I think that Morgan has like a appreciation fascination for the lamplighters like she's kind of reverent of them um as somebody who slinks through the shadows herself i will say with being a street urchin um urchin (laughs) um i would say you probably know how to approach them carefully even though it's more or less legend of people doing this you haven't really seen anyone actually do this without you know getting ripped to shreds before but um so Basically, I'm going to say that you know how to introduce yourself well enough to say that you are here bringing them something to bargain with. And um, I will let you make your uh, persuasion check with advantage. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, I have a, I'm over here chasing my dice all over the place and I've got a tray. Uh, that would be an 18. Okay. Not as great as I would like. Maybe I've got some nerves going. <laughs> So it does not appear to spin on you and either crush your mind or set you on fire with its staff. So (laughs) um, how exactly do you say this? Because I will let you know, this goes well, just how do you say it? Lamplighter, I apologize for interrupting your rounds. We slew an adversary and came to find afterwards he has had slain one of your brethren. And we would like to return the remains to you. Ah, I see. You offer me the gift of closure, of knowing what happened to one of the coven. This was one indeed that was part of our coven. And he just kind of like disconcertingly slides the finger down the the forehead of the uh, skull. And he picks it up for a second. And I don't know why I'm putting T's on the end of everything tonight. (laughs) He picks it up for a second. And he like looks at it and then show I knew him well (laughs) (laughs) something extremely disturbing happens at this point because its jaw is moving sort of like a human would when it talks except that you notice there's just a slight you know difference between you know this side moving up and this side moving down but at this point its jaw distends and it slides out like this and you just see like like this membrane between all of it and he shoves the skull into its mouth oh. and swallows the entire skull. That was unexpected. They have returned to the coven now. 
I it, will. Can you see the skull like going down? Its oh mouth, yeah, you like can definitely like, you like see the, the neck kind of with the big yeah. bulge and <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. the the lamplighter looks at all of you and says, "Rare is it for someone to kill one of the coven and not immediately be reckoned with." As a boon to those of you that brought closure to us, I will let you ask three questions before I return Ooh. to my round. Ask wisely and quickly. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask about the bleak testament, but I'm not sure. Because um, if anyone's going to know about it, it's going to be this guy. Yeah, anything we want to know, we should ask right now. Let's ask about the bleak testament. Okay. Or ask who's the source of all this? How do we bring the world back from the brink of destruction? <laughs> what is your first question? We're like huddling up and whispering to each other, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should ask him that. No, wait. We should ask him that. <laughs> we should have prepared. What's the weather going to be like this weekend? <laughs> oh, what's the, the guard captain's name? Oh, um, Olafon. Orafon. Orafon. What is the main weakness of Guard Captain Gorafon? Orafon is a fool to troll that which cannot be trolled. He does not realize that his own allies are his worst weakness. They will turn the people of this district against him, but possibly not before he ruins them for all. It's okay, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> that is one. All right, what do we already know? Um, do we, should we ask something about how do we stop the chains of whatever from being broken? Like the, right? Or am I off here? The blank. <laughs> like, I have uh, a like, bad memory and I don't take notes. Like the font, <laughs> I, my, my notes are buried. Well, right the, the, the seal that had the chains with it was where the angel and the uh, bleak yeah. one were. The other seals are, it seems like the bleak one is trying to break seals, which will cause this neighborhood to collapse into yeah. not existing but they don't necessarily have chains around okay well, we want to protect seals. the seals well how do we protect the seals right sure is that, is that yeah. what you want to ask is so many of so many of my notes are like <laughs> tinted so i don't really trust my memory <laughs> <laughs> it's okay like, you took notes in character that's good yes <laughs> like, like I have written down so many times need to break the world to save the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's valid anymore. <laughs> Your next question? How, should we ask how to protect the seals? I want to I think we should Yes. So I'll like stand up and blurt out like how do we protect the seals? Many of the seals have their own guardians, but to make sure they're all safe, you need to remove the bleakless plane of existence. You have a fine tool for doing that thing right now, and he points at your uh, at your sword. Ooh. Well then. Guess it does do extra damage against fiends, so fiendish things probably count too. Uh, and then. Uh... What's your favorite color? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we should ask about. Go up. Do we want to ask where to find the bleak one? I was going to ask something about how to solid, how to solidify our power structure here in this district, but I think yours is better. I got to kill the dude, so yeah. All right. Ask, where, ask about we, where to find him. Where do we find the bleak one? The bleak one takes refuge in many living and unliving hosts. Oh, he where, rarely walks un, un, unshrouded. However, if you read the bleak testament, you will always be able to see where he is hiding. And that's the book that the Valkyrie had? No, we were... you have never found the bleak test. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But the uh, the one professor thinks that he might be able to alter the uh, the device that you recovered to act as a uh, 
There you go. Okay. I shall be about my rounds again. If you should ever want to ask me more questions, make sure you have a suitable tribute or I will suck the soul completely from your body and break what is left of you in the material plane. Uh, 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 Bye. (laughs) Good evening. (laughs) (laughs) And it, you know, moves to the next light. Oh, oh, that guy's that thing is scary. They're awesome, okay. aren't they? Oh, I'm not going to sleep for a couple of days. My skin is crawling. All right, so uh, we need to find. Uh, oh, can I warlock a lamplighter? Ooh. Um, I think actually, right now, I was going to see if everybody wants to do a break, and then we will come back after this because that will give you time to think about you know all of the questions just asked. Sure. Yeah, all sorry, right. I didn't so, mean to interrupt you, Bob. I'm sorry. No, that's right. <laughs> so I will okay. go ahead and pause this and we will come back after break. Okay, we are back from break now. And uh, we just had our adventurers ask three questions of the lamplighter and not soil themselves. So I thought we'd check back in and see what do they want to do now. May have soiled myself a little. <laughs> so are we like walking down the street back towards a safe space or what? You're only like a block away from your place here, so yeah, let's yeah. let's get back inside. I'd rather not have another encounter like that just right away. Why? What happened? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I was gonna say this is one of those rare instances where you actually get like a. Uh, a comment from your patron and mm. you just hear this those creatures are dangerous don't get any closer to them than you need to be <laughs> and i'm going to repeat those creatures are dangerous we shouldn't get any closer to them than we need to that's why i kept my distance so morgan um how sorty are you <laughs> uh because this he like kind of fumbles the sword out of his scabbard doesn't feel as comfortable in my hand as it you. And apparently it's going to be important. <laughs> so um I'm not probably the one to stab that <laughs> thing. So if you're sorty and I'm not dot, I'm not, dot, dot. but I can try. I mean if you want to go for it, that's cool. I am sorty. Longsword is my jam next to the pistol. Um, so, worst comes to worst, uh, I can volunteer to stab the thing when it's time. But, um, yeah, I was going to say, there's probably more people that can use the uh, that can use the hand axe than can use the longsword. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, <laughs> if, if you can hand axe, I can uh, I can pass you over the hand axe. I think I would rather a thrown hand axe than a sword at this moment, honestly. <laughs> Let's see what Morgan. Uh... Unless Morgan wants the hand axe. <laughs> um... So I'm also is... not that hand axey, but I'm definitely Morgan. not sorty. <laughs> Morgan is metagamingly looking up <laughs> the definition of what is involved in simple weapons, because that's the only weapon proficiency she has. Okay, so, yeah, that's um... right. I don't even think I'm proficient in this longsword anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the proficiency is through... a simple melee weapon. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind, however you want to distribute things, because, you know, 
you have two legendary weapons. On the, the topic of weapons, since these are now yours, Borrow, what did you name your uh, your short swords? <laughs> oh, um, God. You know, I think I even meant to think about this over the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> so while you're thinking about that, um, after Garland pipes up, I'm like, oh, right, you're sorty. Like, he quick, I quickly unbuckle the scabbard for it that I've got fashioned together, um, and I grab it by the the blade, not the blade, but the scabbard blade, and hand you the handle first. Here, I will hold on to it for the time being. I almost cut myself with it this morning. Don't understand. I used to know how to do this. <laughs> it used to be so easy. So, um. So are we assuming everyone adjourns back to the meeting room in uh, Zoom Lane's new headquarters? At the HQ, yeah. All right. So uh, you go back there. Um, your sister greets you. Um, she seems to be doing much better now that she has kind of a stable place to stay and right. hasn't heard a fiend whispering in her ears for, uh, <laughs> for a while now. <laughs> and what passes for decent food in this quarter. <laughs> so what are, what, what are you all planning now that you have those answers? I think... Personally, the next order of business would be to have the professor help us figure out how to use whatever we've got for a divining rod to find the bleak testing. I think we should also be prepared to walk through the open power window that happens when we do this, or take advantage of the open power window that happens when we do this. I'm um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is going to be a meta question because I don't know if any of you remembered this, but you did have a scrap of something that had been uh, transcribed from the Bleak Testament. Would you have left that with the professor when he was talking about all of this, uh, what he might be planning on doing with this, uh, with the cipher? Did we feel like we could trust the professor? I forget, yeah. He was friends with Barrow's parents. Oh. Then, yeah, I think we probably would unless Barrow had... Uh some personal objection to it i think that no i would say generally not all right if that's the case then he could have been working on turning this into a uh, divining rod this entire you know last month because he has a sample to uh use to uh excellent to do this so um it is evening do you want to uh try and wrangle him tonight and hunt this down or do you want to wait until some other time yeah let's go get him um, where does where did we have him holding up? Um, I actually think he's probably near here because this this quarter of the the district that's up against the wall to the northern border mm -hmm. is where there are somewhat nicer places to stay. So he's probably along the same block here. Sure, why not? We can at least go visit him. <laughs> so <clears throat> you you walk into the boarding house and you uh you get to his room. What? How would you like to announce yourself? Just open the door. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows I mean, he is staff, right? <laughs> knocking is always preferable when you're coming to visit someone. Oh, I suppose. So uh, if you knock, you hear, uh, hello, who who might be there? No, kick in the door? No, 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 you don't kick it in. <laughs> well, to be fair, Zindlane didn't meet meet this uh, this guy. It was I the mean, rest but, of you that rescued him. <laughs> I mean, but you kick in the door. You're right. I don't kick in the door. I mean, that, that would just be silly. <laughs> we kick in the door when we're, when we're going into combat with something vile. Uh, if we're just meeting with someone that we're friendly with, 
We open the door. <sighs> if you're Where's here to rob me, I have a very large crossbow. Where's no, your it, sense it, of adventure? Borrow Garland, Morgan, and Zinlane. Oh, oh, well, come in. I open and the you, door. Well, actually, first you hear him like unlatching like five or six <laughs> different. <Yeah. laughs> he is not comfortable in this neighborhood. This is not what he is used to uh, dealing with when uh... <laughs> you're in the nice part of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, what, what what can I do for all of you? Well, we wanted to check on your progress with the uh, the doodad. Oh, um, yes, I have managed to get it to a tune as a divining rod. Um, not only will we be able to use the lens to actually translate the words that we'll be able to read, which actually is in lane doesn't need, <laughs> but um, well, watch this. And he he picks it up and he holds it next to the uh, to the uh, page, and you see it like vibrating in his hand. The vibrations will get stronger the more you're near this. The only problem is you'll probably need to walk around the uh, district quite a bit before you start uh, feeling any vibrations from it. But once you do feel those vibrations, all you need to do is walk towards uh, where they get stronger and you should be able to find it with no problem. Now, I don't know what kind of guards they would have for this, but I mean, you know. Heinous, I'm sure. <clears throat> all right. Cool. Well, that was fruitful. Yeah. <laughs> do I see a crossbow? No. Oh. <laughs> not at all where's your crossbow I, I actually don't have one i just hmm. was afraid there might have been some ruffians here and i thought that that might dissuade them from trying to rob me well you need we one might have to get you a crossbow yeah I, I mean i don't really know how to use one but i suppose it would be simple enough i, I mean you I shoot sure. them with the pointy end right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe a mounted crossbow would be even better pointed right at the door <laughs> yeah, I mean, ballista. yes. I mean, if you, if you know, if you think I should have a crossbow, I mean, certainly. But I, I was mainly just uh, bluffing. I thought that would be a good ruse to uh, keep any of bluff. the uh, common ruffians away. Does that ever work? I don't know. That was the first time I tried it. Okay. <laughs> well, we should make sure that anyone working for us is well appointed. Like, well, I am mainly following through on this because, well, my dear departed brother, and of course, you know, my my good friends, uh, Barrow's parents. So, of course, yes, yes. Our, our fellow academicians. We all have good reasons for going into service, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he looks over at Borrow for a second. Yes. So, at, at any point, were you interested in doing any sort of uh, field research? I know you may not want to be, say, uh, an actual arcane practitioner, but I'm sure you have the same keen mind as your parents. Uh... Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just keep your options open. And he hands you the uh, the little the focusing eyepiece that that is uh, comprises the the cipher. All right. So I will let you know because it is because you don't know exactly where to look for this, so it's going to be kind of random, you know, look to find this exact place wandering the district. For <laughs> each hour, your chance of finding it will increase by one. Hmm. So the first hour, you have a 1 in 20 chance of finding this for each hour that you are specifically walking up and down the street. All right. So would you like to start tonight or? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to hang out around lamplighter hour. Another thing completely to wander from this place in the middle of the night. I don't see a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm going to sleep tonight anyway, but if you guys want to wander around looking at a thing, not paying attention to where you're going because you're trying to feel the vibrations. I feel it. <laughs> I'll laugh at the first hour that you guys are looking, you roll you roll a 20 or something. Right. 
Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, uh, I would say it's probably, you just talked to the lamplighter, you went, had a meeting, so it's probably only like maybe nine o'clock at night or so. Oh, that's right. It's getting dark out. I have to keep reminding myself. <laughs> Since you can just see. Right. <laughs> I think you tell the people, but people look at you strangely when you're walking around without a lamp in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It just gets more black and white. It just doesn't. Matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys want to go out, let's go out. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We'll just have to make sure that we avoid the lamp later paths. All right. Who wants to roll it like now? Um, so for your first hour of wandering around the neighborhood, who would like to roll me the uh, D20? Is me, it me, 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 unmodified? Me. Yep, it's just if you there is a one in twenty chance. So if you roll a twenty this first hour, rock and roll. Hit it up, Morgan. Okay. <laughs> Almost. It was on the twenty, and then it rolled twenty. <laughs> so close. All right. So for no particular reason, the DM also rolled a D6 or a D20, D6, <laughs> and uh, that uh, D20 didn't seem to indicate anything. So you're wandering around for an hour. There's a few people kind of scurrying around the streets, but nothing momentous is happening. You know, people haven't completely evacuated the streets yet, but you don't hear any vibrating yet. It is now close to 10 o'clock. Would you like to spend another hour looking around? Let's do it. Okay. So now it will be a 19 or a 20 cave that you have found the place. He feels lucky. Morgan, let's just keep having Morgan roll. Okay. <laughs> Give this die another shot and then I'll rotate out because I've got... 7d20 sitting on my desk for no particular reason. (laughs) Seven. Yep, so this one's going to retire. All right. No, now you just changed up the luck. (laughs) So this next hour, you get a few strange looks because you're getting later out and there's more people that are out on purpose Hmm. at this time of night, but they don't cause any problems for you and they kind of like when they see you scuffle off down alleyways. Just flash your daggers. (laughs) <laughs> so um now it'll it um it is 11 o'clock would you like to keep looking uh i mean maybe, maybe call for a penny it. in for a pun let's do this thing all right <laughs> let's do it another eight <laughs> Ooh. so Uh-oh. the the dm's dice did not come up at an eight <laughs> so as you are walking along the you see a group of people where did that go you see a group of people wearing the the robes of the uh of the church of enlightenment oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. west side story over here <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> they are looking around and they see you and say why would you be out this time of night children Sorry, well but Surely, you understand that no good can be done at this time of, of evening. You should be in, relaxing, and preparing for the next day's toil. Have you never Please. felt the press of the crowds during a daytime stroll? <laughs> uh, well, yes, but that's when we are all meant to be together. Now, no, I don't think you understand. The stinking wash of humanity <laughs> that exists during the day, have you never experienced that? Well, we all have things that we must bear. Ha! Ha! You, maybe. <laughs> I bear what I wish. <laughs> um, depending on how you spell that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um, 
at this point, one of them is looking at you and saying, I, I'm very sorry to have to point this out, but we have been appointed by the watch captain of the Griffins to help keep this uh, district uh, morally upright. We would, if you would like us to, we would escort you back to your home so that you are no longer on the streets at the moment, but we can't allow you to be out this late at night. This could only lead to, to bad things. Are you accusing me of something? You may have been appointed by the morally upright, upright brigade, all right? <laughs> but we have been appointed to keep this district safe. By who? Ourselves. Well, you see, that's, that is the problem. The, the Church of Enlightenment realizes that only when we come together and agree on things do we understand the greater realities of, of existence. And anyone making a unilateral decision without uh, broadly debating things within a committee that understands the the philosophical discussions that can only be had when one is not tainted by the supernatural can truly make decisions that are the best for for all being we're a committee <laughs> not we as big as our committee we discussed it ex extensively <laughs> yep we, we have clearly had more people talking therefore we are morally better than you because more of us have been talking about this i really want to freak them out skewed. What's we, their, have, what's their... we have convinced ourselves that no matter how many you have actually had talking, we have uh, had more people that are in agreement. I am totally not like getting venting some uh, real world issues here right now. <laughs> no, <of course> not. <laughs> what's their demeanor at the moment? Oh, they're agitated. Yeah, good. And oh, and man. they look like they're getting ready to grab their their official truncheons for for beating people into. Uh, as moral... soon as somebody's hand gets near a truncheon, <laughs> I want to. I want to do a thing. I take a step back. Um, I, um, <laughs> I am like going five to say, steps back. <laughs> um, let's do this as a group, uh, a, a group intimidation check here. But I will let Garland. Uh, I'm going to say, especially since we know this neighborhood has a certain um, um, legend around guns. Uh, Garland, you can make your intimidation check with advantage. Yay! I don't know how a group check works. So we all just roll once. And yeah. Garland. And then if. At I got a 16. You are successful. I got I 16. Got I got a 13. Mm, don't have inspiration. I got 12. Oh, I, I meant to tell you all this at the break. Um, because you all described your training or you already had it, you all have inspiration. Yay. Well, no, I don't. I'm going to roll again. <laughs> I got a 14 and I'm going to. I got a 23. Oh, there you go. Wow. What's your inspiration bonus? My God. <laughs> <laughs> or what's your intimidation bonus? I mean, uh, plus four. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, so Morgan spent her. Um, Garland, did you? Uh, did you get? I got a fourteen. Okay. Um, and Zinlane, what did you? Get? Sixteen. Okay. And Borrow. Okay. See how well they react. Well, I'm about to show them some supernatural real quick if they don't back down. <laughs> All right. So, um, their target was eleven. So I believe everybody be. <laughs> So um, since it wasn't just a simple success, but a total success, they basically, um, originally, if you had just intimidated them, but not gotten a total success, they were going to say, well, we'll just appeal this to the watch and take off. But they are just like scared shitless and they scatter. They don't even like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even stop to organize. Ooh. They're just like, let's go patrol another neighborhood. <laughs> I wanna, can, I, can I do a thing? Uh, if you would like. Um, I want to cast Mage Hand and smack one of them on the ass as they run away. <laughs> Yes. Who did that? Who did that? Did I yell out, run you curs? <laughs> so they scatter. <laughs> and by the time you are finished checking at this point, it is midnight. Would you like to continue? 
I believe your um, success range is uh, four now. I'm feeling full of our full of myself, so I suggest we continue. <laughs> we're 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 definitely empowered, and we own this place. <laughs> <laughs> we're the cool kids in the lunch. <laughs> oh, that's a seven. I keep rolling sevens and eights. All right, you're off the you're off the. <laughs> All right. It's Bob's so turn now. <laughs> it is it is almost too quiet this last hour that you've been wandering the streets. You have heard nothing. You haven't even heard the scurrying of little rats in the corners. It's like deathly quiet. And it That's is now time. one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, baby. Let's do this. Okay. 19. <laughs> yeah. So as you're wandering around, it's about like, you know, not that you have accurate, you know, time pieces with you here but like probably you know half past one this thing starts to vibrate and it is near what looks like um a place that would have been underground or underwater recently um it's all soggy here but it looks like a um it's in the middle of a building that had collapsed but not recently it's been a ruin for a while now but you notice in this little alleyway there appears to be um some sort of covered up door that may lead to a cellar, which is odd in this district because nobody would trust to keep something in a cellar in this district. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So like what it. would you like to do? Now we kicked on the door? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Although in this I mean, case, the, the door goes down, so you'd have to like jump on the door. <laughs> I mean, we metaphorically kicked down the door with the Church of Enlightenment, but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. We point borrow at the door and we go, borrow. What do you think? <laughs> Let gravity do the work. <laughs> I'm a portable battle ram. Uh, Barrel ram? <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of checking for traps and stuff. But hey, if you want to throw them through the door, pick them up and throw them. I don't think That's I what I thought. I don't think I can pick them up. <laughs> All right, Barrow, are you checking for traps around this uh, wooden door in this alleyway? Uh, yes, I will be. Okay. It's a suspicious door. Does it go um, into a basement in Sagibar? We're doing an investigation for these? Um, yeah. Ugh. But you do get proficiency for thieves' tools if you're using that to look for traps. Okay. Um, in that case, that will be a, an 18. Okay. Um, you see what looks like um, there is, um, right by where you would pull the handle up, there is a very thin, rusty piece of wire. And it doesn't look like it's there accidentally. And it looks like it has some sort of almost like a gel on it. I think maybe we have a poison trap of some type. All right. Uh, I guess it's up to me to attempt to remove this. All right. You still get proficiency with your tools. Okay. And I would say this is dexterity, not intelligence. (laughs) That'll be a 24. All right. So, yeah, you can snip this wire off and you see like where there's a reservoir that the the ooze just kind of like comes down the uh, needle. And you can pull that out of there and set it off to the... See, I told you I got better guys. Nice. <laughs> Barrel ram effective. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you have the cellar door that leads down. What would you like to do? Okay. Um, you go to open it, and it feels like it may be locked from... Barrowing ram. <laughs> okay. Well, I will, I will say this way. It'll be tricky, but I would let you try and unlock it with disadvantage to try and reach around the inside to un to reach around there, but it's kind of tricky. What do you think, Barrow? I can give it a shot. I mean, okay. worst comes to worst, you break it down. Yeah. <laughs> the less noise we make, the better. Are we doing a uh, thieves tool for this one, too? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Oof, that was almost bad. That's a 21. Ooh, 21. You're having a hard Wait, time. Disadvantage. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Let me do it oh, okay. one more time. <laughs> oh, that one's a uh, 29. So, uh, yeah, 21. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really hard because the lock is on the inside. Like, so you have to kind of pry the door up a little bit and reach in and find where the lock is at and try and manipulate the tumblers that way. But you're, you know, awkwardly holding this up and you have the, the tools in there and you just barely get it to click at the last second and you manage to pull your hand out and the lock is off the door. And that's a collection. <laughs> yep. So, um, who would like to go down there first? We have a guy you can see in the dark. That's true. Uh, you want me to go first? <laughs> For at least look down there. Like, what What do your elf eyes see? Um, <laughs> hey, Mira, you want to go take a look? <laughs> he kind of like, he chews on your earlobe for a little bit and then nods and All right, changes okay, this so... map. <clears throat> oh, he's... <laughs> Let's... Yeah, Mir Mirror is going to kind of like crawl along. I think you can probably do it. Bless you. Uh, okay, can, can Mirror also see in the dark then? That's my question. Uh... It has dark vision 60 feet, so... Yeah. As long as it's not magical darkness. Yeah. Yep. And I can see through Mirror's eyes, so... I've got a dog and you need to go potty. I'll be right back. Okay, so that's not here. And here's your here's your pseudo drive. <laughs> nice. Okay, so how far along do you want them to travel? Uh, not super far. Like, enough to get the lay... Like, poke its head in, like, 10, 15 feet and get the lay of the land? Lay of the cave, the lay of the whatever. Okay. 15 feet before I check. And they they can see what, 60? 60 feet, yep. Um, it sees a room open up here, um, past the map. Oh, okay. So there is a big wide room that opens up there. And there's these two passageways that go off either. All right, looks safe. I'll tell people, <laughs> I'll tell everyone. Anybody blow up yet? Sorry. Nope, nope. nope. Mirror went down and I see, as I'm, I'm just kind of describing what, what Mirror sees, and I see there's a long hallway uh, with two passageways and a big room, looks like this is a looks like this is an extensive pa uh, passage. So, all right then. And it does smell very, very um, uh, mildewy and like fungusy and wet down here. I Everything sneeze. down here is stone, but it's all kind of slimy from the, the recent Gross. waters. <clears throat> Gross. So, um, I don't want anybody slipping. <laughs> so I am going to cast light on something. Okay. Just um, enough. Like, it's just bright enough so that we can... Are you all entering this passageway, then? Yeah. Okay. I will go first, now that Mirror has got it the way, but okay. I, won't go, I won't go bold. I'm going tentatively. <laughs> Where is everybody else at? <laughs> I am going to... Uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> you broke the wall down! <laughs> I went to move the... I went to move the map, and it... That's okay. Apparently, Bugbear Fight Club has some bugs to... <laughs> pick out. That would be, like, right behind Zoom in case anything. Okay. You are speaking, but you are muted. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, talk. Okay, yeah, sorry. Oh, there. Um, so, I'm taking up your... Okay. Um, before we go down, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on the group so get that plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and we can only be tracked by magical memes nice here is my question if you get here um should probably if you get like around here where the side passages are at um if you're going to move that far up could you all give me a group stealth check 
Why shouldn't? With uh, <laughs> so we got you gave us plus ten stealth, yep. Morgan. Yep. All right, plus I got ten a, stealth. I got a twenty then when I roll. <laughs> um, I have a twenty-five nice. with my roll. I got an eight. <laughs> with, with a plus ten. Oh, I'm sorry. 18. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to add the plus 10 in. Wow. I'm like, wait, something's not right here. <laughs> I was really concerned. Wow. All right. So as you get into math this. Math is hard. How? <laughs> you, people say I should do math, but how? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, as you get closer to those side passageways, um, as you look off to either corner, there is what looks like a barracks. And there is a person near the door at each barracks, but in the barracks, there are people sleeping. What would you like to do? They have not heard you because you are all so very stealthy. So wait, there's people oh. down here sleeping in this hole in the ground? Yep. I don't like that at all. That gives me, no. that gives me heebie-jeebies. It's not right. No. <laughs> what, um, are, what are the... Would you like to peer down the hallway and get some details? Can we see anything about them? Sure. Uh, um, uh, who would like to give me a perception check? I would. Okay. Would you like me to roll? Yeah. Well, I rolled an eight, but my passive is 19. Okay. So um, are you looking the uh, to the north passageway or the south? Are there people both directions? I'm sorry. Yeah, it looks like both of the hallways are very similar. Uh, I'll look north. Okay. So you see um, the person that is keeping watch is not looking this way directly, and... They, they don't have the extensive scarification as the uh, people that you've seen go berserk, but they have, like, some of them carved into their forehead. Gosh. We need, like, a hand signal. It means Erlig. <laughs> I kind of point down the passage, and I raise my middle finger. <laughs> and I'll be like... <laughs> um, would you like to try and take out the guard while everyone else is sleeping in the barracks? I think that sounds like a job for a rogue. Yep. Yeah, I was just gonna say that might be uh, that might be me. A real rogue. What? <laughs> I think she was complimenting you that time. Oh, okay. I don't have sneak attack. Hey, I'm a recognized uh, assassin now, so we'll go assassinate. I am going to say, um, if you would like to sneak up on the guard in the north, do you want to go to the north passage or the south passage? The north is where the guard is, correct? The north is where she saw a guard. She didn't look uh, down the south passage, but they look similar. Well, I will... Is it dark enough that I wouldn't be seen? Yeah, this is dim light because you're a little bit beyond where her light's at, so... Okay, well, then I will go take out that. Okay. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage, but you still get the plus 10 from... Uh, from the pass without trace 32 or 34 which one <laughs> wow <laughs> you just barely missed now <laughs> so the you are it goes like this <laughs> the, the, the guard at the north end does not appear to be um aware of you um would you like to dispatch him yes all right roll me an attack roll with advantage yeah, you know he did Oof, that one was an 11, and that one's a 14. <laughs> Thankfully, the 14 hit, but you were trying not to. <laughs> How much damage can you generate on this guard? Okay, let's see here. Uh, that's an 8, and then sneak attack. Oh, come on, sneak attack. Jeez. Ah, <laughs> uh, 15 total. Um, I am going to say... Um, 
you could still take him out with your second hit if you roll well. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got a bonus action. You just don't get sneak attack on this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are, you adding your plus, are you adding your plus one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have it on uh, D&D Beyond. Yeah, uh, so that one was a 23 to hit. Okay. So, and... so you stab him, and he is surprised and goes, irk, and looks around. <laughs> <laughs> but hasn't made much noise yet. Uh, and then that's a seven damage. Okay. So um, give me a... I'm basically assuming you're going to try and quiet him as you are finishing him off. So give me another stealth check with disadvantage. Unless you don't mind him making noises. No, I'm going to do the stealth check. Okay. So that's 30. <laughs> <laughs> and then nat 20, so a 40. Okay. Jesus. Well, I mean, it's it's disadvantage, so it's a 30, but... So, yeah, all of these people that are sleeping uh, have disadvantage on their passive perception to be woken up, and the guard that is actively watching the, south, the southern pass does not hear this. So, yes. Now, there is a door that leads to these barracks. What would you like to do with this door? If you look in the room, there is probably about a dozen people sleeping in here. I am going to take the dead body and look for an empty bunk and put it in one of the empty bunks. Okay. I would ask you to roll me another stealth check, but there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> After this. <laughs> um, so, you do, are you going to close the door? Was the door already open? No, it was, or yeah, it was open. Okay, I'm gonna leave it open. Okay, so now, the person in the south passageway, what would you like to do? Um, since he's still completely oblivious, I'm just gonna do the same thing on this guy. Okay. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Actually, no, this one is just a straight stealth check because you're not potentially alerting the guy on the other. Okay, that would be 23. Okay, he does not know you're there. That's a low roll for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I rolled a three. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. And you had there, advantage there was a, on the first an, hit? There was an uneven cobble cobblestone <laughs> and that, that tripped me up. Okay, first hit. Come on, big number... Uh, that will be a 21. Okay. And damage on that is 11. Uh, okay. Plus, oh, much better. Uh, so 24 damage total. Oh, okay. Um, He is clearly bloodied and almost dead. Okay. And then second <laughs> hit. If you hit, he's probably dead. Uh, 26. Yeah. Okay. And then now, nine damage. Now I will ask you again. This time you will do a stealth check with uh, disadvantage if you would like to silence him as he dies. Yes. Oh, so that's probably what it's going to be. I rolled a one. Oh, God. Um, however, I'm lucky. Yes. So do I reroll both those or just that one? Um, for lucky, you just, um, or is it the luck feat or is it your it's lucky luck for feet. Luck feet. Uh The luck feat, you just spend one of your three luck dice and mm -hmm. then. Okay. And then you take, <laughs> because luck is really weird because um if you spend a luck die on something you had disadvantage on you take the highest of the three dice oh you're freaking kidding me so i rolled another one <laughs> so but so you were it okay so you're at disadvantage you rolled a one on one of them what was the the other one uh the other one was a um oh crap what was it now oh wait uh 27 okay so because you spent one of your luck die you pick the highest of the three. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Weird. So it effectively so, switches, tra um, it transitions mm -hmm. disadvantage to advantage. Yes. The best time to spend a luck die with the lucky feet is when you have disadvantage. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. So 27. 
Okay, that is higher than their passive of eight that you would have to roll above <laughs> to keep from waking them up. <laughs> Actually, see, your, does... one, your one might have also been that, that high, high enough. <laughs> that is true, I mean. So I tried covering his mouth, and that didn't, like, I it, it missed, and then he ended up just choking on his own blood and not making any sound, so. Okay. So I am going to um, change what you see now because you can at least for now maneuver past those uh, those sections. So we'll get rid of these. And I have some. <laughs> Yelp. <laughs> so um, this is here. This is here. So the hallways you were just at are here. Or wait, I keep forgetting. You can't see that until I do the pointer thing. The hallways you were just at were back here. Okay. And then the big open chamber. Uh, this is the big open and um, let's throw something on here so you can see it. We'll say this is the altar that you see at the far end where there is a book. Is there anybody in the room? Funny you should ask that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, this will work for that. And let's see. Yep, that's what I thought. Good. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did it just get bigger? Yes. Yes, yes it did. Because it's That's huge. That's not fair. <laughs> so what that actually looks like, um, um, the mouth and the tongue is accurate, except there's like three or four of those. Ah. And there are also tentacles in between all of those mouths and teeth. And um, this thing is huge. And uh, you don't know what the hell it is, but this is a big, horrific thing. It's gross. That's what it is. Yep. Attack it. Spells. No, no, Damage. no, 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 no. Time out. <laughs> um, I look, is there anything else in the room? Um, besides the altar that has the book on it? No. Okay. Well, there's symbols like written in blood on the walls, but that's just typical well, early stuff. <laughs> yeah, kind of expects that. Um, is this thing awake? Alert? Yes. Okay. It, it, yes, it is hovering between you and the altar. Hovering? Yes. <laughs> Kill it more. Kill it again. Um, well, I can turn invisible, guys. Does it see us? Um, well, give me a group stealth check. <laughs> Do we still have our bonus? Yes. Yeah. Woo, 30! <laughs> I rolled a 20! 35. 27. All right. Well, that means um, against its passive perception of 10, <laughs> it has not noticed you yet. So kill yeah, it. Kill it, faster. it is just hovering in between you and the altar. All right. Before you get too excited, Z, <laughs> if we make noise, there's going to be 24 guards. Shit. <laughs> okay? That's important. Okay, so can turn invisible. I can sneak you up there, snag the book, and then we make like a trip the fuck out of here. I love this plan to the part where if this thing can see invisible, <laughs> but hey, oh. we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Either we take the chance and not fight uh, it, or we have to fight it. Uh, what does the floor look like? It's stone. Um, you actually like how smooth slash rough is there stuff on it? You notice what is very weird about this room is the floor all the way up to here has been even the walls have been like wet and slimy from you know the last month or so of being flooded. This room is bone dry. It's stone, but it is bone dry in here. Hmm. Uh... <clears throat> Would it be safer if your feet didn't touch the ground? Could be. I cast fly on you. Okay. Morgan, you can fly now. I can and fly you're now. Invisible. Yeah, I'm going to drop my uh, channel divinity. Okay. 
And I am invisible, and I think until I cast something or attack. All right. Um, so give me your stealth check to get by this. Oh, I forgot I had that too. That's. Um, I don't know why I grabbed two. I'm getting getting ahead of myself here. Hmm. Uh. I got all those. Um, that is a nineteen with stealth. Okay, you are next to the altar. You see this book. Um, the the book has. Um, it's bound in uh, black leather with uh, deep gouged uh, red symbols that are sim- similar to what uh, all the people have had carved into them. There is a lock on this book, but it is just sitting on this uh, podium. You know what I should have done? I should have grabbed the sword, <laughs> brought it with me, and just destroyed it. Wait, do we need to read it? Do we need to read it? Um, the professor at one point in time told you that you could decipher it in order to reverse some of the things that have been done using the but that's up to you whether you want to destroy it or attempt to reverse these. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and try to snag it. Okay. Um, um check the traps. <laughs> was the was the finger buzzing? Oh, right now? Yes, it is buzzing like crazy right we're in the right place yes Yes, it is it is not a false book it is buzzing (laughs) even more than when you first came down this alleyway to the point to where you don't want it to touch metal at this point (laughs) (laughs) doorbells what are those (laughs) (laughs) um all right so um yeah give me an investigation see or (laughs) if you're using thieves tools to look for a trap i will let you use your proficiency bonus with that and yes okay yes well i don't have proficiency bonus with thieves tools i have a proficiency bonus with sleight of hand ah yeah you might be i thought i thought that let me oh that could be oh yeah it is under my proficiencies duh that's what that (laughs) box is so yes i am okay yeah so you can use your thieves tools to look for traps or your kit basically that's a 10 looks fine (laughs) clearly it's safe yep i'm gonna lift this thing up and all the bells and whistles are gonna go off (laughs) all right um reaching for the book came this far yellow okay um give me a constitution save that's not i'm gonna use a different die (laughs) natural 20 that's good suck it it, son All right, I, I'm getting out my uh, multiple dice die roller here. So. Oh God. It's okay, you say it. It won't be all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know how many hit points I have. All right. My dying last dying breath is used to hurt the book across and yeet it. <laughs> so you would have taken uh, sixty necrotic damage, oh. but instead you are taking thirty. <laughs> are you still conscious? Barely. <laughs> so Barely. yeah you feel this like bone chilling pain settle into your bones that is just like um it, it's basically like a dull pain like rolling through every part of your body good thing i checked my hit point to- totals <laughs> what does that look like from our from our perspective you can't see me all right i'm invisible <laughs> I, I would say you probably saw some purple symbols flash on the uh, altar briefly from the trap that wasn't there it up <laughs> and yeah well the book lifts up but then it's gone because once she's holding it it is invisible with her yes so um now it's in your inventory so it counts <laughs> so give me another stealth check to sneak by this thing what's that 17 oh, okay so I you're rolled at, a two you're Thank at the god i have that spell you're at the other end of the room 
and the hovering thing has not noticed you yet. I'm going to roll to see if it's noticed the book is missing from the podium. It has not noticed the book missing from the podium yet. <laughs> so, you are all at the entrance of this room. Would you all like to try and stealthily make your way out of the uh, passage? Uh, Fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right. So, if you could all give me one last group uh, stealth check. I don't mean one last like it's the last one of the campaign. <laughs> Unnatural 20. <laughs> 32. Uh, 22. Yeah, math. <laughs> okay, 20. All right. So you all have managed Thank goodness to, for that spell. You not only snuck past the, uh, the, the uh, otherworldly creature that was hovering there and past the hallway where the, uh, the uh, people were sleeping in the barracks, you managed to get back up to the alleyway. What are you going to do now that you're in the alleyway? Get, Get the, the fuck, fuck together. Yeah. Other side of town. Light it on fire. Light it on fire. <laughs> I, I have to let you know this after this just happened, but that thing had tremor sense. That was... Oh. <laughs> well done. Well done. A flight spell well spent. <laughs> I, I I was like, oh man, but then <laughs> like, would it help if your feet didn't touch the ground? And I'm thinking of my DM brain. Yes, yes, yes. it would. <laughs> you know what would have been really funny is if somebody would have said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So you have the Bleak Testament. What would you like to do now? What would you like to do now? <laughs> We'd like to go to Bleak Testament land. <laughs> Hold on one second. I gotta, go, I gotta go AFK for one second. Okay. Parents are getting parent aggro. <laughs> well, I was thinking once we wrap up where you head, we'll probably wrap it up for the night because this feels pretty momentous to end on, you know, getting the book now. <laughs> so yeah, the nice thing about Pass Without a Trace is it lasts for an hour and the only way they're going to be able to track us is if they use magic. It's not beyond their abilities. But... No, but it'll make it more difficult for them. Yeah, it's it's less it's it's, uh, it's less likely the common cultists could do it than the uh, <laughs> the hovering thing. <laughs> no, I want to. I think we should read it and figure out how to reseal the seals and then destroy the thing, <laughs> or feed right. it to a lamplighter. <laughs> I don't know if a lamplighter would want to eat it, but that's an interesting idea. Well, I know lamplighters have no love for Erlig, so. Oh man, that was quite the mission, mission impossible, right? Theme right <laughs> that was that was good. I, I like that. Um, so yeah, what? How would you like to wrap up now that you have the book? Where would you like to go? Uh, back to HQ to read it. Mm, okay. I'm almost thinking, in case they do have a way of tracking us. Ooh, good point considering we had a way of tracking the book they might too yeah let's go back to the professor's professor's house yeah you know it's what two o'clock in the morning now mm -hmm. yeah sure let's just roll on up in there to, to where now the professor's house okay or wherever he's bunked up so yeah you, you go into the uh boarding house and you start like knocking on the door and like you hear other people in some of the rooms saying it's the middle of the night what are you doing <laughs> And the professor is like, I have a crossbow. No, you don't. We know. <laughs> Just open a door, prof. Oh, it's you again. And he, you know, click, 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 slide, click, click, opens the door. I wasn't really expecting you in the middle of the night, but. Uh, yeah, neither were we. We have it. 
oh, come in, come in. And he like suddenly is much more awake and he starts going around lighting oil lamps all around. I'm the, still uh... invisible. <laughs> like I am, I am riding out this invisibility, flying everything as long as I can. So he hears you say that and he starts lighting the lights and then he realizes he doesn't see you anywhere. And he goes, I, I, I did just hear someone, right? Yes. I, I wasn't that um that that uh the the Mor morgan the priestess that she was right here correct wasn't she yes i'm here she's you see i oh that explains it <laughs> she's, she's actually oh, dead no, it only it only You're hearing uh, her spirit oh, it's, he? a, it's a pretty short duration oh, okay so i am still flying but yeah <laughs> so he clears off the uh the table in the room like with his arm like unceremoniously knocking like cups and plates off and everything all right let's have a look at this boom and you set that down he's like can might i have the cipher do we trust yeah. him i mean i could just read it for you <laughs> well it hasn't been translated I, I i i know you probably are well well read in a number of languages this is an ancient script there's no way that you would know how to <laughs> I, I read off the first line <laughs> where did you learn that I have it's my magic. ways. <laughs> nobility, nobility have their nobility has their ways. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he uh, looks at all of you. Well, then, um, if you would like to join me in uh, reading this, I'm going to start taking copious notes at this point in time, so we can figure out how to reverse the things that this book has done. And he yeah. pats the book, and like this dust comes up off of it, and he starts coughing and coughing and coughing. I lean over to Morgan and say. How will we know? When will we know if the trace on it? I'm more concerned with the fact that you're going to have to heal the professor because he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you look hurt at all, Morgan? Uh, mm, I probably look a look a bit pale. So at this point, the um, the dust is kind of getting into his lungs, and he's starting to turn shades of blue, and his his lips are like uh, almost black at this point. That's and unfortunate. He has taken um let's see, how much does he actually have? Nope, it doesn't kill him outright. <laughs> but he is incapacitated now. Him. Uh spare does, the does, dying? Does he like fall down or what? Yes. <laughs> he is currently not breathing. Once you hit spare the dying, he kind of his posture kind of relaxes and he takes a breath in. Um I'm gonna channel one D6 of healing into him. Oh, okay. Uh five. And he wakes up again and he goes, I think that dust wasn't healthy. No, no. Oh, really? We you will should... have to be very careful around this book. You should yes. really be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Lester Restoration. Okay. I was like, I thought I had it. <laughs> and um, I think we will call it there. The only thing I would like to do is ask, um, what are you planning on doing next? Just so I have a little bit of an idea. I am not comfortable with him taking notes. I don't want any additional record of what is in this book. Okay. And like, if he pulls out paper, I'm just going to be like, nope. Okay. So he will, uh, he will say, well, it's going to make it more difficult to, to come up with reverse incantations, unless somebody could just, you know, like remember what these words say and could keep in mind what, uh, and oh. like, as you're saying this, then Lane is just like looking at the pages and being able to remember. <laughs> 
Oh, this is an interesting passage right here. <laughs> All right, that might not be a problem, but I, I will have to direct you as to what parts of the book to reference when you are trying to undo things. And I'm like, what does blah 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 mean? <laughs> oh, don't, don't, you actually mispronounce the second syllable, but don't pronounce that second syllable correctly. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, there are certain things you probably don't want to read out of that book. Line. Never read a Latin. <laughs> <laughs> must not read from the book oh, okay so you're not letting him take notes um is there anything else is there some direction you're planning on doing because basically what he's going to do is he's going to um anything that's been summoned directly by this book you can use the book to attempt to banish nice that's probably a good thing if we can banish the the creepy watch creature yeah in case it is able to trace the book and yep. you will also that's... be able to uh restore anyone that has been uh, scarified against their will it won't get rid of the scarification but it will release them from being hollowed out by early good so those oh. are two things you know for sure you will be able to do with this book that sounds like we should go like on a kidnapping and like <laughs> deprogram all the culties like just start like a cult anonymous club <laughs> kind of yeah um also like i don't know how immediate this is um but it's one thing that i want to do is i want to meet with mother shark and uh, our grandmother shark, mm. uh, Madam Shark, and uh, and, uh, sharpness. and uh, um, <laughs> present myself as the perfect uh, entity to uh, build unity around. Okay. So, unless it involves the ragman. <laughs> no, the ragman doesn't doesn't ragman doesn't even know anything about me. He doesn't like this guy named Xander. <laughs> <laughs> he does look a little different now. <laughs> <laughs> Xander's okay. shadowy motherfucker. So, so meeting with Grandmother Shark is a possibility. Does anybody else have something that they want to, you know, prioritize? Um, if there's a way to fix the seals from you know reading the book, then I think that should be on the list as well. Okay. So, uh, on that note, uh, does anybody else have any last minute things they would like to address, or otherwise, oh, does, I think we're going to wrap that does up. Does fixing the seals um, would any would fixing the seals in any way? shape or form help like the whole breaking reality concept or no is that much bigger well um there is a certain entropy that has been happening since the soul wars that you oh, can't okay. reverse but the 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 it's sort of like the difference between us worrying about the uh, sun going out you know you don't know when it's going to happen there's probably not much we can do about that but at the same time if we're going to kill ourselves off by ruining the environment in the last next hundred years we can do something about that that's sort of the so yeah. we definitely want to go talk to the, the the guardian seal that we've talked to before, right? Down in the magical. Yeah, you place. still. Yeah, you probably want to let the uh, golem know not to smash his seal. Yes. <laughs> but we got to get the coin back to the uh, dragon. Oh, he's a dragon. <laughs> oh, he's a dragon, my. Centipede dragon. Uh huh. All right. Well then, on that note, um, Gator, would you like to uh, sign off for us? Yes, I know. I just asked you as soon as you put something in your mouth. <laughs> it was funny because I, I shifted to you because I just saw Eileen take a drink. So then I asked you and I realized you just put something in your mouth. Um, be kind, be safe, be happy. Um, <laughs> uh, and I hope you enjoy our wonderful character. <laughs> Brandon, is there anything you would like to sign off with? Um so the question came up of what i was going to name the uh my swords and looking over some uh traditional thieves can't 
and some other ideas I've chased. I'm going to go with swag and whack. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's good, that's good assassins guild names for us we don't want these to sound epic we want them to sound you know brings a whole new meaning to the term whack'em <laughs> eileen is there anything you would like to uh sign off with oh uh, no i've been having a lot of fun and uh enjoying this character i almost started channeling my uh my old sorcerer and setting fire to the cultists while they were sleeping <laughs> but uh if it wasn't for that hovering entity. Yeah. <laughs> There's always plans for tomorrow night. <laughs> what do you want to do tonight? Plan to set fire to the cultists. <laughs> Same thing we do every night. We could bring the, the angel back and have a catapult too. <laughs> Bob, is there anything you would like to sign off with? Oh my I God. Just Sorry. Like, that's right. I would just like to say that uh, it's not over. Um, depending on when you listen to this, um stay home as much as you can if you have to go out mask up yeah um the vaccine is on its way so yeah. but you know <laughs> be safe be kind we to could, each other 2021 definitely. let's hope for a better year talking about I, morgan we could be the catapult <laughs> be the catapult <laughs> Honestly, i prefer trebuchet because it's a more fun word i turn invisible you cast fly be the, be the trebuchet you want to see in the world today there you go. i don't think there's a better message we could end on there <laughs> good night everybody good night good night thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed this session please check out all of the wonderful articles on gnome stew including my review additionally feel free to check out my blog at what do i know you can follow me on twitter at what do i know jr Thank you for your time, and I hope you'll be listening again 